This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Hey guys, welcome into the Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon edition of Bostonian versus the book. The virtual bar that is now our live chat on YouTube is already rocking and rolling. And everyone's like, good morning, everybody. What's up, Norm? How are you? As we roll here into a Thursday on props.com on the props YouTube channel, Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt. How are you, Dave? Happy Thursday. Good morning, sir, and good morning, chat, and everybody else listening live, uh, as well as all the people that have been listening before. So, uh, yeah, record, well, record number of listens yesterday to the podcast, by the way. Business yeah. is booming. I yeah, mean, we got a weekend. Oh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, we have all we have. <laughs> there are a lot of fun things to get into on on the show today. And I'm excited to kind of see where we go today with a lot of these topics, because some of them are pretty interesting and some of them are. Uh, well, we don't we'll spend a lot of time on football, but I do want to start the show today talking about the hat you got on. Yeah. And it just kind of fits in here. Yeah. He's wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat at the just moment. Just picks this one up fresh. A little flat bill action. So you yeah. like the flat bill, huh? Uh, I do only because my head, it looks okay. And I mean, all the kids say it looks good. As long as it, you sell to kids, they tell you it's okay. The old kids people, know nothing. they kids don't like nothing. it. No, we, the kids, we, no, you kids, can't fool the kids. Kids know nothing. Come on. No, trust me. You'll know. You'll have a very smart person who knows everything <laughs> in your house in about yeah. two to three years. What do you They're mean, the smartest years? people it's in now. the world. It's now. <laughs> and it happens She'll, yeah, she's seven and she'll drop things. I'll go, wait, what? What did you say? What did you say to me? Oh, it's every so, day. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, that YouTube yeah. thing. Yep. All right. So yeah. those videos, you actually listen to those videos you're watching. Those, I don't know if, if every kid's the same, but my daughter watches like videos on the uh on the respiratory system of animals. And so she'll come out and come with like these facts. So you're just like, wait, what are you talking about? What? So yeah, that's what she, that's what she watches. She watches um, sometime, which has all these, like, mm. they break down all these things and from a scientific standpoint. And she just, she loves, and she'll start spouting off different stats and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> mine's, so, yeah. Mine's yeah. watching rap videos and playing, uh, and, and, and playing uh, Fortnite. So I'm a little worried about that, but <laughs> She just was driving to school the other day. She started spouting off some rap music, unedited Ooh. version. I was like, Ooh. where did you learn that? She's like, well, Kylie was listening to it. And she can older hear a siblings. song. One, yeah, the older siblings have completely turned this one from <laughs> seven to 17 like that. I, I mean, look, you know, it only took a little while, by the way, just not go totally off topic. But now we have trolls. Josh Allen will own the Pats. Really, Alan will own the Pats. Like we're already, we're already in this stage. We're already right. in the trash talking. Good morning. morning. Yeah, dropping. Ah. So hold on. Let's. We'll get to that here in a we'll second. Get to that. Let's start talking about this here because the Brooklyn Nets now are fifteen and one, not on a back to back. Okay, 
but they're mm. 15 and one when they're not on a back to back and they're on the road this season. That's yeah. with Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. So when they're playing with Kyrie, they're crushing some people. And last night, again, they get points in this team as points. It might be, and someone made this point. I'll get your take on this right now, Dave. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Brooklyn Nets are underdogs again this season? Under, underdogs to who? They're a 2-1 anyway. to favorite to win the NBA championship. Right. Will they be ca- in any game from here? They're catching two points last night All on the road. The rest against of the season. Yeah. Rest of the season. Individually, do you uh, think they will be underdogs? Because last night they were a yeah, dog, they and they have. Have they played at Golden State yet? They'll be dogs. I don't think that they've played. Okay, at Golden State I don't yet. think no, they've played not. there yet. They'll be nope. dogs when they go to Golden State. If everybody's healthy, I mean, every you know, for Golden State, they'll be. If dogs. they're two point dogs to Chicago, what are they to to the Warriors? Five. Well, no, listen. I mean, like you can't even equate that right now. What we saw last night was. I joked because I was at the cages and I came home and rewatched the game and it didn't take long to, to need to see what I saw. And I was like, man, this team is going to win the East this year. Like this team is this, this punched the ticket now. Like if they're all healthy and they're all playing and we talked about it when, when they're all motivated, who's beating that team in a seven game series. I don't have, we've a thought that before though. We thought that last well, year, they weren't healthy. They, I mean, okay. you know, Harden got hurt, and they're they they need all three. When they got all three, they're 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 the best team in the East, and arguably the best team in the NBA. So, will they be dogs again this season? Only like what three places they can be dogs? And the betting market said yesterday they can't be dogs. I mean, they bet them to back to being a the favorite. They were dogs for a couple hours, and the books you know, ain't going to make that mistake again. We don't need to make the Nets dogs anymore. You got us there. Okay. You know, maybe you, you bet us to to be in the favor because our guys at WinBet, um, they actually posted a video yesterday. I'm going to uh, retweet it here in a little while about how they made the lines. It was pretty funny. Uh, maybe, you know, showing how the sausage is made is not always the best thing. So I was like, okay, we got it. But um, they opened up as the favorite, the Nets, and then it flipped. Yeah. It ain't going to go back. So – I don't know. I don't think they're going to be dogs to too many people, especially on a road when we know Kyrie's playing. Right. And well, he's going to play. I mean, by all accounts, and we got some clarity as we talked about it yesterday about what the fines will be. By all accounts, it's the team that gets fined, not Kyrie. So he's probably going to play home games. My guess is the team's just going to write the check. No way. Public relations nightmare. No it's way. A PR, it's a PR nightmare, but I mean... Australia hasn't kicked Djokovic out of the country yet. He's the number one seed, and that that's a whole country that's protesting his appearance, not just one market. So, how many more people know. are going to come to the games because Kyrie's playing? Like, I mean, they they're going to win the games anyway. No, they're trying not. to get. They're not going to win the games. They're playing Oklahoma City tonight. They're seven. Oh, that, Kyrie's there. They're ten. No, 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 no. I don't mean like tonight, but I mean like down the stretch as they start to compete for the one seed, and they want it. When it gets to be not now, not January, February, but what are we? Where are we in March? Oh, he's Isn't playing it? in the playoffs. He's well, playing playoffs, in the playoffs. Yeah, but playoffs yeah. don't start till June, April. Yeah. What are you talking oh, about? Uh, late April, late April. I mean, but in March, NBA playoffs started. He'll mid-April. play home games. He'll play home games in March. You think so? Yes, he he will he will a hundred percent play home games in March. In my opinion, 
They'll just write they'll just write the check. Remember the Omicron thing. You know, I sent you that text from my mom's boss in Boston. Like all medical professionals are basically saying that the next three weeks in New England, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Philly, next three weeks is going to be absolute hell. But this thing goes so fast that essentially we're going to have fifty percent, fifty percent of the people in that part of the country will have had COVID. Five zero. Five zero. Five zero. One. One in two, one in two people okay. in the Northeast will have had COVID by March. Right. So we get through the next next three weeks, going to really be tough, but then it's going to taper off pretty dramatically at the end of February and then get into March. And they think that we'll be looking like we were in the summertime come March in the Northeast. Now, the rest of the country can't speak for it, but that's what they're anticipating there. So my my gut tells me that all the restrictions and regulations and everything that's going into that's preventing Kyrie from playing right now will be pulled back, and Kyrie will play home games in March. Wow, it's not it doesn't bode well for the rest of the league. <laughs> if he, if he starts playing and they get in a rhythm and stay healthy, oh, they're going to be. I mean, they're going to be impossible to beat in a seven game series. I don't, I don't think – I mean, because they just – they looked great last night, and the Bulls are one of the best teams in the league record-wise. Right. I'd say, are they really? And record-wise, they are, but are they? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think the just I like them, but th- this is still the beginning part, part of this rebuild here. I love the trades they've made. I love the additions they've made. I love their roster. I love that they gave Zach Levine perfect complimentary players around him, and he's been just tremendous. But I just think there's this like upper echelon of the East, and then there's a whole lot of junk in the bill. And the Bulls are beating up on this junk. Yeah. In the East. They, I mean, you can't make the schedule. True, right? But, but the roster is. I mean, is there? I mean, it's basically Milwaukee and Brooklyn, like. It's kind of it. Hawks are falling apart. Celtics stink. Sixers, you know, Sixers are a mess. A mess. They're a mess. Wait till they trade Simmons to somebody and get another piece. All right. Well, then maybe they could become better, but they're right. still right now they're a mess. So, you know, trade them and okay, maybe they figure out a way in, and maybe it's it's with the Hawks. It's you know, John Collins might be the piece. We saw the trade today that we were talking about. You know, the, you know Cam Reddish is now going to the Knicks on that trade. So, you know, does that mean, does John Collins uh, become a piece for Atlanta? Are they going to blow it up and just start trading people away? Cam Reddish wasn't going to play. I mean, he, he was disgruntled and angry and he wasn't getting it. He had a role last year in the postseason, but he gets traded away. Nick's pretty much fleeced the Hawks to get him. I mean, I think Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett together, two very interesting wing players along uh, with what the Knicks currently have. It's a nice addition. I mean, it helps my... It helps my over 41 and a half wins for the Knicks. I like that. Now I have over 47 and a half wins for the Hawks and they're that bet's dead. I mean, they're unless they go on like a psychotic run, they're more likely to go the other way and just punt on the season. I think because it's not looking good. They've been decimated by COVID. They've had all sorts of bad losing streaks. And now they've got a angry locker room. John Collins is mad. Cam Reddish was the angriest of all the players. So he's out, but Collins is also angry with what's going on right now. So uh, this Trey young one year, unbelievable run last year, it was supposed to have been followed up. I thought like many did that this would be another, you know, here comes the next step for Atlanta. Right. Hasn't happened so far. Now they're blowing at least mini blow up. We'll see if they do trade Collins. That would be the big piece if they moved. So what happens sometimes though, when teams play above expectations a little too quickly, 
you know, it goes up, the expectations get added. And now you go, okay, what are we going to do? And we, uh, you know, we have an issue where you go, okay, I don't know, but we need to change something. And then as soon as that little bit of success doesn't work, you get to disgruntled locker room, you get the guys and you're like, all right, we got to go. He got to go. He got to go. And, you know, Trey Young's not going anywhere, but we, we mm. thought we had some pieces, maybe not. So maybe, I mean, Collins going to somebody's going to help them. That would be a, nothing moves the meter, like, unless it's a superstar, really, as far as odds go in, right. the, in the book. So that's when I, I always look at these things and go, would I move the number? And nothing that's happening, you know, Reddish going yeah. to the is a nice piece, but it's like, okay, that just adds to the bench. I got to see how he fits in the rotation. Nobody's, are they going to make the playoffs? Like right now, that's the only thing that impacts what I think of that trade. Now, are the Knicks going to make the playoffs? Are they not going to have to play in the play-in? Because it looked like they were going to have to play maybe in the play-in the way the Eastern Conference was lining up. They may not get the, the five or six. I don't think they're going to finish in the top four. But now – you get this part of the, the season in the NBA. Are you in or are you out? And I think a lot of teams are kind of looking at that right now. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks before the trade deadline as to how teams assess what that they need and what do they look like? Are they a contender? Are they a player? I mean, play in tournaments aren't fun to be in, but it's technically in. So you have a chance to, you know, get a chip in a chair. So maybe you can make a run, but. Mm. <laughs> not great do you, like for, the, do you like the playing yes i think it's i think it's good for fans i know for the books anytime i can bet on playoff basketball i like it yeah and it's playing a hundred percent no rest no junk no nonsense love it i like I, I i like it if i know i'm getting maximum effort in maximum put out for teams yes <laughs> more of that please in the nba yeah. less trying to figure out a wednesday afternoon wednesday evening road trip slate do the teams care who gets rested who does not is the line too high is the line too low like yeah give me playoff basketball please playoff anything you're right playoff hockey, anything playoff, hockey yeah. playoff yeah. nba more, just more playoffs let me know better i can go like you're yeah. going to play everyone the rotation yeah. minutes are going to be consistent the shot making is going to be consistent and the effort is going to be a hundred percent. That's the more of that, the more happier I am from, from a gambler standpoint. Amen. I think you said that very well. I have nothing to add to that. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last night, NHL first period overs go two and one, another yes. winning night. Yes. I, I went one in one, the game I didn't bet Montreal and Boston flew over Boston right. destroyed Montreal last night. Uh, Brad Marchand with a hat trick for the Bruins last night, but we get a, a pretty easy one in Dallas goal in the first 50 seconds in that game. That? And then, and then the equalizer later on in the period. So that went over and then Toronto in Arizona. I mean, Toronto had 8,000 chances in that first period and they couldn't score. It was ridiculous. They lost the game. Yep. They lost the game outright. It was weird. I mean, they're on a back-to-back, so they looked a little sluggish, right. but my gosh, did they have so many first period scoring chances, get a goal from Arizona. That was somewhat of a, like, all right, that's good. Let's see if they can get, get the equalizer, hit a yeah. post, hit a couple of posts and just didn't unfortunately get there. So it was one, two and one, but tonight we have a full slate of first period overs here tonight. Do you just ride this because it's been a two and a half week run here where first period overs are, have been very profitable. Yeah. I mean, what starts to happen when you have a little bit of success betting it 
you start to spread it a little more. Like, how do you pick and choose which ones you do and which ones you don't? It gets a little harder because you like, Correct. you're like, I got to play them all. I got to, <laughs> I got to play them all. I mean, I might have to straight bet one or two, but I got to parlay them all. What if they all hit? What if, you know, you start to That's talk. 11 games, Dave. To- Just, you know, it's 11 games. 11. So you're making 11, 11 bets tonight if you're going to go first period over. <laughs> now, now you end up with that buyer's remorse because you pick three and straight bet them. And then you maybe do two five-game parlays or something and split them up. You can't get it right. They'll go eight and two, and you'll have a loser in each parlay, and your straight bets will go two and one. I mean, it just I mean, I've seen it for years. It's just yep. trying to have fun and trying to ride a trend and trying to blanket bet them all. And, you know, and have a little bit of action, you overthink it or you, or you just, they don't fall right. Or you get lucky and, you know, you put the five teamer together and hit it. You have a little extra, but again, parlays are for fun only. I don't recommend them as, as a way to build a bankroll or to do any of that stuff. You talk about it on the juice all the time, talk about it on cash considerations and stuff. They're supposed to be fun, but we saw it with the DraftKings thing. When you got the information, you can round robin and parlays. You can get a big payout when you have the right information. As far as the right information for this, how do you pick and choose which ones you're going to do? I look at, I mean, I just tried to take, I bet two of them will get to it and better to book it. Okay. I took, I, I took two teams, uh, two games that I feel fairly confident given the place in the schedule, given the goaltending and given their record to first period overs this season to go ahead and jump in. So okay. I, I, I'm just doing one or two of these. I'm not betting nine, 10, 11, 12 of these. I mean, that's just no, too much. Uh, that's insanity. And I think you're asking to have a, a flip on your head because there's going yeah. to be some point where this does stop. Like it's just kind of where we are and goals due to COVID and stoppages and guys being out and goaltenders not being sharp. Like eventually it's going to stop. Like we we're seeing insane amounts of offense every night. We're seeing five, yeah. one, six, one, Four three four four, like th- th- are this teams is- tanking? They could be, but I don't think there's much tanking in hockey because the pick doesn't really matter. I mean, talking about drafting an 18 year old kid that may or may not be. If there's one or two players, maybe you tank for the one pick. But like, if you're a 500 hockey team, I don't really think you can tank right now to get the one pick to get, get no. the seed. So that that, that that's kind of my hockey tanking doesn't really happen. I, I just think teams might be just going through the motions because they know they're out of it and well, they don't really I, I, care. I think the tanking term, I mean, players don't go out there to try to lose, but when you put out the bad players continually out there, then they're going to lose. Right. So I think the tanking comes from up top. I'm old enough to remember when the Penguins were a really bad hockey team and they got accused of tanking to get Mario Lemieux who turned out to right. be, you know, arguably the best yeah. player. If there's, there's a one kid or two like players. that. Yeah. There's a kid like that. That's the next generational player you know, coming up and I'm looking at Columbus getting blown out every single night. I mean, they're not even competing. They're getting blown out. They're a team that's giving up five, almost six goals a game. They're not scoring one or two. I mean, they're overs, their first period overs. And and it seems like the bad teams are already bad. And it's only mid January. So, and this will happen in February in the NBA. As soon as we get to that all-star break, as we approach that week of the all-star break, there'll be a couple trades or, or, and you know, whatever at the trade deadline, but teams kind of make their decision. All right, ship it. And you start to do the numbers in the book and you go, okay, I mean, what should be eight and a half got to be 10 and a half or 11 because they're getting crushed and nobody's betting them. 
So that's what I just try to you, you kind of try to think of why it's happening. I don't know why it's happening, but it is happening. I mean, these first period overs and game overs are getting very um just you, you're almost getting to get to the point where you're really going to get priced out of the market. So who is the worst team? Who's the worst team in the NHL? <sighs> I mean, Arizona won, beat the Arizona beat Toronto last night, which is, I mean, Toronto that, with 49 points losing to a team that had eight had seven wins before last right? night. Right. I mean, that's what I mean. <laughs> so the there's worst teams. Team? Oh, who's the worst team? Jeez. Um, I mean, the Islanders are shocking to me. How are they under 500? Terrible start. Terrible, terrible, terrible start. Uh, Buffalo's horrendous. They are, but they still have 26 points. They they still have eight more points than the the Montreal Canadiens. That's the worst team in hockey. That's that's what I was going to say. I was going to say Montreal. I mean, because they – and what they're doing is – I don't really know if it's ever been done before where you go from the Stanley Cup final to the worst team in the league. How did Vegas lose to them? My God. How did you lose to Montreal? (laughs) (laughs) Don't get it. I don't know. Just don't get it. I just don't get it. Sometimes those magic things happen and you can't explain. That was it. I mean, Carey Price was impossible to score against. He was. That's the one. I mean, quarterback, obviously, in football, starting pitcher in baseball. But a magical goaltending run can take a team that really is inferior in every series, right? And take a team to the Stanley Cup and even win it. It's it's ridiculous. And they almost did. I mean, they almost, they almost did. Win did. It. I mean, I mean, they almost. Were, they, it's 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 nuts. Yeah. All right. So let's get some football here. All right. Patriots and the Bills could be the coldest game in Patriot history. We're talking zero, one, or two degrees. Okay. Mark Scott has set the world on fire today by saying that Josh Allen should take Viagra before the game. What? To Viagra? Increase, to increase circulation to his extremities to stay warm. <laughs> I have never heard this. This is this is one of those, maybe those things you're not supposed to say out loud. Maybe <laughs> you're you're tipping your hand a bit and Maybe this is something that Bart Scott did while he was playing. <laughs> did not know that Viagra could keep you warm, but I guess Viagra can keep you warm. I always thought you needed a second person for that to happen, but okay, Viagra can keep you warm. You know, <laughs> so Jessica's a pharmacist. I don't take nothing without asking her. I'm going right. to have to send her a text after the show and say, have you ever heard about this? Because this seems like one of those, I call them street pharmacists. The people used to come in a book and tell you, hey, you feeling you feeling okay? No, I'm a little stuck. You should take this, this, and this. I'm good. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I had a guy in Curacao who used to offer me medical advice every single day on the way to the office. Wow. So there's a lot of street guys that, that, that they got pharmacy degrees, quote, unquote. They tell you to do this. <laughs> I never heard of this. I mean, I, we, we're from cold places. Like, I heard of whiskey. You know, oh, I've, heard, right. I've, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, take a little shot of one of your scotches <laughs> yeah. or something. I'll keep you warm. Yeah, okay, that'll warm you up. It's artificial, but it'll keep you warm for at least a little bit. Well, yeah, what is the Viagra? Better. What do you mean? That's not artificial? No, because it actually increases circulation to your extremities. So blood goes to your hands and toes and 
Yes. You know where else it so, goes, right? You know yes, what Viagra does. I know. So maybe you're going to have I mean, I've heard. Greg I've heard. Maddox. I've never done it myself, but I've you're heard. Gonna have a, you're going to have a Greg Maddox situation on the, uh, you know, <laughs> while you're playing. <laughs> someone's going <laughs> to someone's going to come out and be like, "You really like playing football." <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's still, uh, the best, that's still the best baseball story of all time. It real, it really is. The fact that, that, that somebody came out and was like, "Damn, you're really like pitching, don't you, Greg?" <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, all right. So, oh, does it help you play football? Like, I, I mean, know. I don't know. But the Patriots, the, the the point of the weather is interesting because I want to get your take on this because I people always say because I harp on this a lot. I don't care about cold. I don't care about snow or rain. I care about wind, but I do care about extreme cold. Extreme cold does change the handicap in my opinion, because Josh Allen throwing a rock 70 miles per hour. Who's catching that? Mm. Stefan Diggs. I don't know. Doesn't it make it much more? The ball is slick. Kicking's impossible. Have you tried on these gloves yet that these players wear? Have you tried these gloves? Yeah. yeah. The ball is going to be an icicle. You these gloves, you could they're like Spider-Man. I think I could climb up the side of the MGM <laughs> with these gloves on. They you don't even have to keep your eyes open. I play catch right. with the kids, and I'm like, what it ain't even hard to catch the ball anymore. Now it's harder right. in the cold, you're right. Is Josh Allen going to have to? Oh, he's going to have to fire some bullets. There's no question. I don't no know. Question. I don't There's know no how question. much affects it. Yeah. I, I, uh. Extreme cold is it is it is an it, it changes things. It, it it really to me it's a I don't call it a game changer, but I mean everyone's talking about the fact that that you know Mac Jones has never played in temperatures like this, and that's true. Okay, there's definitely something to take into account about the Patriots quarterback being a Florida guy, Alabama SEC playing in zero degree temperatures. But the the vast majority of these guys on both sides of the roster, both sides of the field won't have played in this type of temperature. Josh Allen has. No, he hasn't. Josh Allen went to Wyoming. Yeah, you know, he hasn't. I mean, he played it, it, in it, the cold it, games. Cold games. Zero degree air temperature. Well, nobody, right. That's cool for everybody. I mean, that zero that, degree no air edge. temperature is negative 20 wind. I mean, oh. no one did. did you know this how is that not hurts? normal. Can't yes. Breathe. This you is can't. not normal for anybody to play in. That's my point. So doesn't it take into account where if you were thinking about the under at 44, doesn't it come into play even more now because of the because of the, the weather yeah. forecast? I think so. I think it does. But keep in mind that. Old school saying the offense knows where they're going. The defense don't. And yeah, but it's not slick though. I mean, it's, it's not going to be like people are going to be falling down because it's zero. It's not yeah, like it's, it's going to be just harder to chase a guy than to run. Once you get like openings and stuff. I don't know. I, I don't think it automatically punches the ticket to the under, but it definitely factors more into the handicap. It's going to be freezing. Like it's going to be hard to complete passes it's going to be hard to hold on to the ball though that may yep. mean turnovers and then the game could, could go over right like yeah so awesome. i don't think there's one way like i said automatically punch the ticket under but i think it has to maybe weigh a little more heavily where you may have dismissed it you got to be like man it's going to be cold like oh. it's going to be cold 
guys are going to take Real. Viagra? What are you doing on a sideline? Are you standing there with that big thing on? Hey, what's wrong with you? I'm, I I got to keep this really on because I took that, <laughs> I took the Viagra, bro. <laughs> I can't imagine what these conversations are like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I mean, Brian says, says, Brian, do me a favor. Go back and, and people have pulled the temperatures. Go back and find game. T- people are pulling this on Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not played in zero degrees. Nobody right? has. He hasn't. Okay. Mac Jones hasn't, but Josh Allen hasn't either. All right. So don't tell me about just because he played in Wyoming doesn't mean he's played in zero degree temperature games. Okay. I bet and, he played in the teens. Sure. I buy that. I, I just know that the, the number of games under freezing for Josh Allen is not that many. It's zero for Mac Jones, but it's not that many for Josh Allen it's either. It's zero for half of the rosters, if not played, more. Yeah, played in games. Played that, in yeah, I agreed. I mean, the Patriots have never in their history played with air temperature below three degrees. That's the lowest for temperature real? ever. Yes, for the for the Patriot. As a as an entire organization at home, they never played a game under. You don't see zero three degree temperatures in Boston. We don't see zero. You see, you see zero overnight lows sometimes, like very, very rarely in my life do I ever remember wind chill of negative temperatures. Yes, oh, don't even but say like six, word. seven, eight degrees, but three, two, one, or zero air to air temp. Uh-uh, you don't see that in New England. The ocean keeps it regulated. We don't oh, see that because of the enough, ocean. Yeah, it's close enough to the water. So we yeah. get ocean heat. We, we, that's why living, why, why do human beings live by the water? We live by the water because it regulates temperature. So it's colder in the in the summer we and it's warmer the water in the winter. To go to the beach. What are you talking about? Rick? No, they, the people, human beings have generally been by the coasts because it is a more mild temperature the in the summer and the winter. To be so so you go inland, you go the the more inland you go in America, the more difficult the temperatures and the environment gets. Yeah, that's why that's why everyone lives on the coast, not because of the oceans part of it, but mostly it's because it's a, it's an easier climate to live in than. And I've been in Omaha where it's been 110 in July and negative 10 air temperature in January. That's oh. in the same calendar year we had negative 10 and 110. That's not fun. <laughs> okay. That's some so extremes right there. But you don't see that in New England. So that's that's the right. point. Patriots haven't haven't right. seen this type of air temperature. So it, it it right now it's on pace to be the coldest game in the history of the Patriots. Do you remember uh the coldest game I think in NFL history between either the, it was Vikings, always Packers, right? Uh Cowboys, Packers. Right. Cowboys Packers, not Vikings Cowboys, Packers. Packers, the ice Who's bowl. A, they called that. ice bowl. Is, yeah, I thought the Vikings Packers was colder than the ice bowl. No, I don't know. Maybe I mean it was close, but they called that one the ice bowl. And then there was a playoff game in Cincinnati between the Chargers and the Bengals, yeah, I do where remember. it was like negative twenty and all that other stuff. And I remember that game actually watching that game. I and mean, that's how old I am, but I think it was mid eighties, early eighties, mm. somewhere in that neighborhood. And it was freezing. And the Chargers went there as a passing offense and got smoked. (laughs) Smoked. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. And it it affects the passing. It wasn't that windy. It was freezing. So 
to your point, I think it could affect the total too. The colder the wind, sorry, the colder the air, the less the wind blows, generally speaking. Right. So yeah. if you're that getting a summer, cold, it ain't windy, but you can't yeah. breathe when you go outside. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you get hit and it's like, oh, oh, every punch, every step, every tackle, everything yeah. just hurts. You know, Brady used to wear the scuba suit underneath. Uh, that was his trick to keep warm. And it's just you bundle up, you hate every second of being out there, and then you get the nutcases that go out there with their shirts on and like you know. Did you, you say nutcases? Really... Yes. All right. You don't think? No, no, nuts? no, nutcases. I'm thinking of Viagra. I had a joke there, and I said, "Let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Elsa. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have that. We'll have that. All right. So that. Lean, we lean under. We'll see how that goes. We'll pick that game back up here for better to book it. I got to play for you for better to book it on that. Oh, All right. So your Pittsburgh playing is football early in the week. You threw me off yesterday with Niners play. Now you're going to come with a total in the game. I got, I got six, to save it for tomorrow. I got six games. We got six games. We got to go through them. We got to slide them each. In. I like it. I like. Got to give them. We got to give them each their own time. Okay. We only have an hour, hour and a half here on the show. So we fair gotta, enough. We gotta, Spend time in each one and get kind of get deep into them. Your Steelers are plus 13. Oh, yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to be a public dog, are they not? What? Oh, I think so. Don't I think Pittsburgh, say that. I think they're going to be. Don't at, put this at on in, them. At least in, on gambling Twitter, I'm seeing this more and more and more and more. People are like, give me 13 points in a playoff game in Big Ben's, you know, last game. You gave me and all the, the stats yesterday with all the dog stuff, like the yeah, dog. Huge. Huge. Dogs are to play this week. Yep. So not just the Steelers. I mean, all these other dogs are playing. You already played. They're the, the biggest one on the board, though. They're the biggest number the biggest on the board. Spread. Yeah. That odds makers biggest, make mistakes too. They shouldn't be that biggest high. spread. Well, they got crushed the first time we saw this game. They got Did you killed. See Ben's quote. Ben had it perfectly. I posted it on the Twitter. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. Ben said, Yeah, we're the worst team in the playoffs. We're lucky we should be probably shouldn't even be in. Biggest they other dogs. Be in. But they shouldn't and be. It's all we're true. just gonna go to Kansas City and have fun, see what happens. I love it. That sounded like cover to me. Or a 40-point blowout. Or a blowout. You're right. <laughs> okay. So they, they cover or they get absolutely depanced in front of the world. And Ben goes out the way nope. you talked about Dan Marino going out yesterday. Uh, I've been getting the DMs and the texts all from from all morning. I re I retweeted that that. Uh, ben soundbite and uh, two of the guys said, you remember Marino's last game? And I was like, yes, I know. I was there. I remember. It was sad. Might be sad on Sunday night. It might be. They could get blown out. They could. I hope he finishes the game. Even if they get oh, blown out. I hope he really? You hope? Yeah, I just hope he... I mean, I don't want to get hurt. hurt. He looks like he's put together every every week by like he's he's all got to be taped up. You want to talk about Brady had a scuba suit on. I, I feel like Ben has like both knees braced up and wrapped up. And as you got two things on under his shoulders and stuff, looks like the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man with all that rib protection and stuff. Like, I feel like I just keep trucking him out there. Um, I don't know, man. I'm getting caught up in it, though. Like, I think the defense has been so good, but you're right. It hasn't been against good teams and the chiefs didn't even have Kelsey. The first time they played Kelsey's playing Hill, maybe, maybe is he okay? I don't know. He was limping around with his heel the last game against Denver. Is he okay? I don't know. 
So yeah, it's it's you're right. It's one of two things. It's a close cover. Dare I say, driving maybe to win a game late or something, or they're getting blown out by twenty points easy. Well, to your point, well, SoCal DGen is giving you this stat. In wildcard games, the dogs of less than nine points are 14 and one against the spread over the last 15. Yeah. Favorites of nine points or more yeah. are seven and oh against the spread. Oh, J-Ma. And that, and that goes into the same point about this year and double digit spreads this year have, have hit an 80, 80% clip. Yeah. Yep. Eileen. Yep. Eileen Chiefs blowout. I know. That's what my first impression was. I know. I'm trying to not get caught up in it. I know. I think you're right. Can you believe that? Are you going to make me bet this or book this today? No. Oh, thank goodness. No, no, no. No, no. That'll be tomorrow. But isn't it weird that Mahomes has never played a road playoff game? They've been the best team. It's interesting because people get into this conversation about how good Mahomes is and like, you know, we put him on this pedestal the dude hasn't gotten to go on the road yet win a road game in the post in the postseason like, I, I gotta see that i gotta see I, I i need to see mahomes i'm hoping that it's at tennessee kc on the road them favored by the way chief favored on the road yeah oh boy i got a whole yeah. dog in the afc championship game and i got a oh. plus five i i have a plus 500 bet on the titans to win the afc hmm. it could be really good yeah, that could be, be really good. I mean, it'll be. I mean, that will, we're getting excited. Like you know, thinking about the possibilities of what after this week, next week's games are so good. Huge. Always one of one my win. favorite I weeks. To, I need the Titans to win one game. Just one. Just one. Just you just one need one damn game. You're gonna have to play Buffalo. It's gonna be tough. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Uh, Mahomes is good. Like we, we, oh no, we I'm, I'm not questioning it. I'm, I'm just saying we build these guys up so fast. Fast. That's that what I was we, just going to say. Yeah. And we put it, them in these conversations with the elite quickly. It's like, wait, you've never played a road playoff game yet? Like, oh, <laughs> like, okay, let's tap the brakes here. Well, how many years did Brady not play a, a road playoff game? I mean, what do you mean? In year number one, he played a road playoff game. He beat your team in Pittsburgh. Don't remind me. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, what are you talking after about? That, You're wrong. After <laughs> that. Did well, it early when nobody knew who he was. But I mean, for years, they had the home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They played two games, um, go to the Super Bowl. Two games, go to the Super Bowl. Everyone went through, everyone yeah, had to they, go through. Fox, yeah, but bro. they won at Kansas City in the AFC Championship game and they've won. They I mean, I, I, they, um, Brady won a bunch of playoff games on the road. I got to go through all of them, but Brady won a bunch. I mean, even on games where they, even on years where they didn't go to the Super Bowl, they still won road playoff games. Like if they're having a down year, they always had the the first game at home because they win the AFC, right? The East, rather, they win yep. the East to get the home. But then the next round, they went. To I know they went to Indy and won. They went to Denver yeah. and won. Yeah. I know. I was just seeing. There's, like, was there's a laundry list of of games that Brady I won know. on the road. So like, this is not. Yeah, Brady's resume is not questionable no it's not i'm not questioning his resume i was just i mean you have to have time to have to not be the number one seed the chiefs have been the top team they haven't had to go on the road i mean right so well let's see i mean brady went there and won a couple years ago we were sitting in the book trying to you know come up with the number 
I think the Chiefs are coming down, though. I mean, I I think this 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 all this talk about a Chiefs dynasty is out is kind of laughable now. When I mean look back, and I thought it was laughable at the time, but I don't see a Chief dynasty here. And I think the teams are catching up in the AFC. I think teams in the NFC are better. And I think the overall blueprint how to beat Mahomes is out. And now they have to find a different way. The reason why the Patriots were always so difficult is because they always reinvented themselves. They kept on changing the way they played. Chiefs have stayed relatively consistent with how they play. So Hill gets limited. He gets hurt. You can bracket Kelsey. You force him to run the football. Offensive line may not hold up if you blitz a lot. You play coverage behind it. There's kind of this, you know, how do you beat this Andy Reid offense with Patrick Mahomes? They're going to have to change because in the beginning it was running and defense. Then it became all Brady, throw, 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 go crazy. And then went back to running and defense and, and, you know, and and won six championships because of it. So one. I think they reinvent themselves. I mean, the Patriots reinvented themselves week to week some of those years. True. Yes. Good point. Yeah. They, they showed you, like, you know, we yeah. were a running team and then everybody prepared for a running team and they went four wide and he threw it 50 times back yeah. before that was cool. And right. then there were other times they lined up and they had those, you know, two big tight ends. They just destroyed everybody with them short passes with the tight ends. Nobody could cover them. So what they well, do, they would go got Randy Moss and start throwing over the right. top. Like and then they Edelman, Welker, L. Edelman, Welker. Right. Coming the over whole the time they had those guys running them, them yeah. wheel routes and those slants and stuff and curls to get eight yards, eight yards. They, they killed you. Like there yeah. was just so many different ways and they kept reinventing themselves. So before we anoint the Chiefs a dynasty, I think we got to, I mean, if they get to the Super Bowl this year, you might be able to start using a word as a mini dynasty. You got to win it. Getting it there, you're the Bills. Congratulations. <laughs> You're not impressed by what the Bills did going four years in a row, even though they didn't win. I was impressed, but they lost every time. So I count rings, man. I count oh, rings. Here we go. You're right. You do too. You're. I know, fan. but like you got to go. Too. You count rings. I count I, rings. Great that you won the conference. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Here we go. Go find Scott Norwood and beat him to a pulp. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's, that's on, yeah, that's, that's your team just not being able to close the deal. I, I interviewed Marv Levy numerous times. He's a wonderful man. You know, rest his soul. I, I, I think the dude hall of famer, obviously incredible coach couldn't win the big one. And he's lucky. He's lucky. He didn't coach in the Twitter era because they would have roasted those those teams. I mean, there would have been memes central. How many times would you have seen right wide, right? <laughs> a meme over and over and over again. If that was during the Twitter era for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, they got damn. They got lucky, man. Jim Kelly was lucky. He wasn't playing in today's era. My goodness. They got let off because people were like, well, you know, they get there. That's really hard to get there. Everyone needs to know how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl. Yep. I, I understand that you lost every damn time. Oh, we played those great teams from the, you know, we just happened to play in the same era as the Cowboys. Giants and the Cowboys. Cowboys and okay. The Cowboys All right. Great. You just happened to play in the same era. There's numerous excuses you can make for so many athletes of like, I wish I didn't play in the era of Brady and Belichick. Yep. <laughs> How many, I mean, Roethlisberger, uh, numerous quarterbacks could come back and say that. I wish I didn't play in the same era as, as Brady and Belichick. Who knows how many rings I would have won if I didn't play in the same era as Brady and Belichick. But you did, <laughs> and there can only be one champ. So there can be one Bills champ. Fans, Bills fans are great, you know. You, you you got drinking and breaking tables. Congratulations. You know you're who you're playing this week, right? 
Oh you know? yeah, of course, of course I know who I'm playing this week. And it doesn't matter to me because even if I'm going into this expecting the Patriots to lose. Oh, and, look at you doing a Roethlisberger. Go ahead, say it. Oh, we're underdogs. Go ahead. We, 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 we got a rookie underdogs. quarterback. Give me the whole thing. Go ahead, dude. Go ahead. Ready? Three, two, one, go. When the, the Patriots are in a rebuild. The Bills, the Bills sent out to their fans yesterday. They sent out a uh, an iPhone wallpaper screen save screen thing that says back to back champs in the AFC East. The thing about the Patriots and Patriot fans, we never cared about the AFC East. It wasn't like we didn't celebrate. Go to Foxborough and see how many AFC East banners are hanging in Foxborough. Think we give a flip about winning the AFC East? I mean, the fact that you hang your hat on that and that's like a rah rah look at us oh is like, okay, little brother, sit down. You had your run for a couple of times, okay? But you know what's coming. Do you know how puckered the the butts are in in in, in Buffalo today? Do you know? Do you know how tight their asses are, knowing oh, what's coming? Oh They're so afraid. They're favored at home. They have a home game. They want back to back. And if they lose at home two times, think about oh, think no. about the irony of this. The Bills would hang an AFC East banner for winning the division, losing two times to the Patriots at home. Think about the irony. How Indianapolis Colts that is. Like how participation trophy-esque that is to go ahead and hang an AFC East banner after losing two times to the team that came in below you at home against them. Think about the irony of that. It's very possible. And they know it. Bills fans know. Are they nervous? Absolutely. It's why they drink so much. <laughs> they're, they're so nervous. <laughs> they're so nervous. You're, you're you're going to the gym later. You're already throwing the jabs on like this. You're working a bag like this. This is a speed bag. I like what you're doing here. Oh my goodness. Uh, Bill's mafia. Like it, 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 it's a great fan base, but the reason why they're all drinking is because they've watched so much bad football over the years. That's why they, that's why they all drink. They have to to endure that crap, and they live in Buffalo. On top of that. Oh, it's easy. I mean, frankly, Buffalo only has a team because of Toronto. So, I mean, they, oh. needed, the, they needed the Canucks to come over and buy the tickets. Too small of a city, otherwise. Same thing like with Green Bay and Milwaukee, right? I mean, you need oh. the, you need the real population center to get people to come on over and be there. That's why all, all of our Canadian friends who work for work up in Canada in sports betting are all Bills fans. Oh, because they're close. They're by Toronto. Yeah, they got to come over when you could come over before COVID, but that's what they got to come over and go to the games. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is what it is, man. All right. We'll see. It is what it is. And you and, and boy, they boy, all, you're going to be impossible on Monday if, if, if this team. wins. Oh, if they lose to the Patriots, a rookie oh. quarterback who's never played in zero degree temperatures before, oh if they goodness. lose. Oh. oh, my God. Take Sean Mc. Dermot and put him in Belichick's pocket, you know, a oh, little, little puppy dog, walk him around. Good, no. good boy. Good boy. Oh, if that happens, oh, they, all the pressures on them, all the pressures on the Buffalo bills. And Did they got to look at Belichick yesterday with his, with his sweatshirt cut off and put in a, pre- like, what is he? He's a genius. He's so great. If you, you got to respect him. You don't have to like him, but I swear I would love to know what he's like behind closed doors. Cause the public he loves is great. But he loves this because he loves everyone questioning. This is when he does his work. Oh, Belichick does his work. And they may not win the game, but this is when 
we kind of go, wait, what just happened? How did they do this? Who, where did this guy come from? Where did that play come from? That defense, like this is when something out of talk about reinventing the team, this is where Belichick, they reinvent themselves. And it's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It, it look, it's, 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 it's so funny. Josh <laughs> Allen, soon to be the owner of the, the New England Patriots. Josh yeah. Allen doesn't even own his own city. I mean, t- the, there's people in Buffalo don't even trust Josh Allen. I mean, you know what this dude's good for at least once, twice a game in clutch games. He's going to airmail a receiver and throw picks. Ooh. Like n- nobody trusts this dude. They don't trust him. Even last year, you trusted him in that big spot against KC. Nobody did. I didn't. A lot of people do go ahead and it's false. You can do it. It's got a big arm quarterback who can run around. Okay. I I, I understand. He's a tough, as Belichick called him today. He's a problem. Not going to debate that Josh Allen is a problem, Yeah, but he's not Mahomes and he's not Rogers and he's not Brady. There are guys in this league who are much bigger problems than Josh Allen that the Patriots have faced and stopped. I would say Dak Prescott, when Dak is on, can be a bigger problem than Josh Allen. Mm. We'll see. Saturday night. I know where I'll be. <laughs> I got to get the menu ready. I got the in-laws here. Oh, yeah. boy. I got I to plan, plan the menu. There's going to be yeah. a lot. Of, are they over the top Patriot fans? The of course. You kidding me? Of course. Oh, yes. There's be a lot of Boston. A lot of Boston. Uh, let, let, let's go south here for a little bit. Yep. We talked about, we were making the joke a little bit about how the Steelers got in. How the hell are the Eagles in the playoffs? Eagles are 0 6 straight up versus playoff teams. Yeah, but they beat all the bad teams. And somebody. Congratulations. I mean, how, how much of an indictment is this for the NFC East that this team is actually in the playoffs? I mean, they're horrible. The Eagles other teams could have got in from the other divisions. They didn't. The I, I think the Steelers, are, the, the Steelers are more justifiable to be in the postseason than Philly. Well, I mean, Philly had the spot clinch before the last game. Pittsburgh didn't have the spot clinch till two seconds left in the last True. game of the whole season. True. But I'm just talking about team versus team. Pittsburgh plays Philly today. What's the line? Field goal. Whoever's home. Steelers minus three. Steelers minus three in Pittsburgh. Philly minus three in, in Philly. Nah, never. I could never. I could even on the road. I'd favor the Steelers. Eagles are going to be dogs at home to Pittsburgh. Yeah, to that defense, Crazy. absolutely. Jalen Hurts would get annihilated. T.J. Watt would have like twenty five sacks in that game. They'd kill him. You know who the worst run defense in the league was this year? In the, the NFL, worst Chargers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. Led the league apparently in rushing yards against thirty-one or thirty-two. I think that I think that's a little deceiving. I Why? wonder because I wonder how much of that happened in garbage time. I wonder how many of those yards were because they're they second, blown out a couple times. Like Cincinnati was so bad. Them. Yeah, like throwing the football on the Steelers is how you kill the Steelers. Like the Steelers, if you gave if you could protect your quarterback, you eviscerated throwing the football and got up big against Pittsburgh. Cincinnati did it. KC did it. So I just wonder how many of those yardage were just like when it was 30 to 10 and they just started running the football and like, they just, Oh, it was a lot little. of it. I mean, it, it was, so I, it was so a I lot don't know. I think there's a lot of hidden yardage in that stat. I wouldn't say the Steelers because they've got, you know, you got some really good defensive linemen on that Pittsburgh line. 
that when the game's on the line, I would definitely want to have on Hayward my is one of the best in yes. football. Right. But so he ain't getting got- the help. Like he's clogging the middle, but the ends, TJ Watt on the outside is fine. But linebacker play is coming to question for the Steelers. Have been, they've been tough against the run. The Eagles really, you want to talk about a team that stayed true to who they are, win or lose. This is what they do. This is what, you know, Sirianni has preached the message. We're going to let, you know, the flowers grow. We're going to just water the seeds and, you know, we do what we do. God, I hate him. I really hate Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I really hate him. I really do. I can't stand him. Joe Judge got fired. So the first guy's gone. So yeah. my trifecta of Taylor, Sirianni, and Judge, one's gone down to two. Taylor's not going anywhere, but Sirianni is probably not going anywhere either. But there's some playoffs. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. There's some really young coaches that I absolutely can't stand. Why? What what, what, what don't you like? Dick Sirianni, these quotes, these ridiculous, dumb statements, his defense, his inability to defend his quarterback and back up Jalen Hurts, all the things that have gone into Nick Sirianni, the whole thing about the Eagles organization. They they they're lucky to be in the postseason. Don't tell me they're not. They've beaten they zero teams of quality. They won enough oh. games. They get a ticket to the dance. Now Correct. they get to go They'll, to Tampa and get their doors kicked off. What if it's raining? What if it's really raining? Because apparently the, only, the weather the, forecast yeah. in Tampa is 80% rain, 20% winds, yeah. sloppy, messy, crappy field. It fits the Eagles. I, I get that, but I still I, I need to see who's running the football. If Ronald Jones and or Fournette, we'll see who's available for Tampa in this game. But they're used to that. Tampa throws in the rain. Brady plays well in the rain. It's it's you know, I, I I'm I'm not worried. I'm worried about Brady. I'm worried about the rest of the team. They what got who? I mean, who are the wide receivers? Who Mike does he Evans? trust? Mike Evans. That's it. We, we take Evans away. Okay. Gronk? Okay. You got Evans and Gronk. Who else? Cameron Brate. What numbers? Nick, he 15? Is that 15? They got, they got weapons. He's a second tight end option for them. They got oh, weapons. Means. They got weapons. Too. I don't I mean, know. 15, they don't 18, have the weapons. They don't have the are. weapons to keep up with the Packers, but they've got weapons to beat the Eagles. Now, great that they played in the Eagles covered. It's the only playoff team they've played and covered against. They're one in five against the spread, oh and six straight up. The one game they covered was against Tampa. Yeah. So they maybe they cover. Again? Maybe they cover eight and a half, but they're not winning. All right. So the Bucks win by four. They win 24-20. Okay. It's the playoffs. This isn't about covering. This is about winning and advancing. We're betting it. If it's if you bet the team, you wanted to cover. What do you mean it's about winning? Oh, I, I think eight and a half is, is in any playoff game. I think 13, eight and a half, 12 and a half. I mean, these Crazy. numbers are, are stupid right now. This is asking for dog money to come in and the pros are going to bet the favorite. Well, the teasers are going to be ridiculous. They this are. Is, this is the, this is the Tampa teasers in every single teaser. There's no pretty much. It's the number one choice. It's the number one, especially choice eight and and half, half. especially eight and a half because you get below three. So right. you cross you cross seven and three. So eight that's why I'm surprised a, it hasn't long. moved up a little bit, but I know why it hasn't moved up because the bad guys are coming on, on the Eagles. So you sit there and you write this teaser bets, and then you know, so it's Thursday. Uh, and I'm after the show, I'm gonna pop into a book and just BS a little bit, but I'm gonna ask exactly what the limits are and when they're opening up. Um, just because I'm curious what what they're doing for the playoffs, because again. Right. We said, yes, there's 13 games left. You got to get the money while you can. <laughs> 13 games left. And six of them, six of them are this weekend. 
sucks. It just sucks so bad. It's six of them this weekend. Uh, to go back to your to your your Steelers here for a second. Um, and by the way, there's the tattoo in case you didn't. Oh, look at that. So nice. There's, there's Madeline, and that's that's her voice. When you put it up to an app, that's her voice. Okay. That plays on the app. It's All called right. Sound Motion. A sound motion tattoo is what it's called. Subtle flex here. I like yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, what do you care about TJ Watt? Not getting the sack record. No These ties. The, your, your team went to Elias and asked to have them change Why? the official stat. They Why? petitioned and said, and TJ Watt also petitioned publicly to have the fumbled snap that turned into a, a strip count as a sack. And Elias said, no, it is not a sack. So he has 22, he has 22 and a half sacks on the year. He ties. He is not the single season sack holder with Michael Strahan still laying claim to that record as a co most sacks in a single season. Let's get it next year. Quit worrying about that right now. We got to go to Kansas city. (laughs) DJ, seriously, stop. What did you expect Elias to say? Okay. The guy that's going to try to change the record calls you up. Hey, TJ's on the phone. He wants us to change the sack record. What do you think? Put him on hold. <laughs> tell him no. What's he calling us for? Call his agent. Tell him to get us, leave us alone. Stop. I don't care about it. I don't know. I'm surprised that he even did it. But look, sometimes those records mean stuff to people. Been around long enough to know these records. I mean, it's fun and it's cool. It's, I mean, you know, and I respect everyone that has one. Right. But you know they're made to be broken. The Watt um, brothers care about this stuff, though. You know, th- this is like what they put on social, and like they care about this stuff. JJ cares about it. TJ cares about it. Like it's it was the big. It's the reason why JJ Watt, when the Hard Knocks crew was there, why was JJ Watt working out on in the open outside for everyone to see? Because he looks so they good. Could, so they could tape it. And, and it looks like he's working hard. Like the, the, this is an image conscious family. I'm not knocking it. They played the game well, but they care about the merchandise and the selling and the secondary yeah. market of TJ Watt, all time sack leader. It sells. TJ wants it just so he could tell JJ. <laughs> I have it. You don't. I yeah, got you. Yeah. You know, I mean that, but like, I understand that those brothers, me and my two brothers are very close in age and, went back and forth with stuff like that all the time. And my youngest brother of the three of us, Doug, um, he would be the one calling Elias right now. Like he would be the one calling. So he could call me next and say, yeah, I got the record. I told you I would, I called them and made sure. So (laughs) I get it, but don't mean nothing as a fan. I don't, I don't want to hear about that right now. We got, we got covered a 13 in Kansas city. Hmm. All right, before we get to better to book it, yep, I need to get your ruling on something. Oh, boy. All right, so Megan Kelly and Machine Gun Kelly got engaged yesterday. Megan Kelly they, and Machine Gun Kelly. I don't even know do who you know, Kelly's are. No. You don't know who Megan Kelly is? Did you uh, see Transformers? Tell me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, That's yeah. Megan Kelly. No, no, no sorry. It's a, I'm, I'm confusing that's, Megan's. Hold on. It's not Megan that's, Kelly. It's, that's not Megan Kelly. That's not Megan Kelly. Hold on. It's... it's um. I'm Megan Fox. Sorry. Megan Fox. I know who Megan I'm, Fox is. I'm confusing my, 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 my Megan's. Hold on. Let, let me edit this really fast. I shouldn't do this rundown in the first thing in the morning. Okay. So let's do that. <laughs> Put that over again. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. This okay. weekend. Who's Machine Gun Kelly? 
Machine Gun Kelly is her boyfriend. He, your kids know who Machine Gun Kelly is. He's a rapper turned rock star slash actor. He's actually a really good actor. Uh, kind of a triple okay. threat dude, tall dude, six foot seven from Cleveland. Okay. White hair, tattoos everywhere. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. All right. So they got engaged over the weekend. All right. They are or yesterday. They got engaged, and the way they celebrated their engagement was to drink each other's blood. What? What's our What's our call on this? Is this romantic or is this hyper disgusting? I, if I was to make a line, it's hyper disgusting minus five thousand, and you can put whatever <laughs> you want on the other thing. Romantic? That is horrific. That is nasty. We're gonna. What they put it in cups? What do I don't you, know. It's hor- that's disgusting. I mean, we did grow up in the air of Blood Brothers, right? Which I never did, but I did know friends of mine who would do stupid crap like that and prick your finger and, and put it together and like this is pre you know HIV yeah. stuff and whatever. Right. But like, so like I I do understand like there has been like that old stuff or like you know slice your slice your palm and you go ahead and, and, and shake hands. Was I've seen that stuff happen and you know we have fraternities that do the branding and they do the, the the blood stuff and like it's happened before so this is not like abnormal behavior for humans it's just drinking blood I mean, is not abnormal drinking each it, other it is blood? abnormal the, the the blood drinking is but doing a ritual involving a blood tie is not that abnormal it's unique but humans have done it before they're not the first people ever to do something of this like i've just never heard of it as a way of celebrating an engagement <laughs> I mean, it's I I I'm, I'm, I make divorce a favorite. <laughs> well, she's already been divorced. Remember Brian Austin Green? She gonna she be was, divorced again? Yeah, she was married to Brian Austin Green for a while. Yeah. and I, I don't think Machine Guy Kelly he has a daughter with a different woman, but I don't think he's ever been married. Um, but man, oh man, ask the people. Like, I, I mean, seriously, we should put a poll. Up on 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 a Twitter, and Matt said, "Give people. give me as much as you can uh, bet on the disgusting." Yeah, uh, Thomas calls them calls them lunatics. Yeah, uh, Mike true. says it's Twilight number five. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Like, I mean, listen, if I'm in love with her, and she tells me, "All right, let's celebrate with the blood," I'm, I'm like, "Listen, it's off." What are you talking about? I ain't doing that. You wow, really? So you Megan Fox, be. Megan Fox tells you you have to do this to be with me, and you say I'm out. I'm out. Wow. I ain't drinking your blood? Are you nuts? <laughs> are you nuts? Seriously, I ain't doing it. No way. Hmm? You gotta. I mean, I'll do everything for you. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I took care of my dad at the end. I've been right. very, you know, I, I've I've wiped butts from. For the last 20 years, from them kids to my <laughs> parents to my dad, it's like everything in between. I'll do whatever has to be done. But willingly, we're going to celebrate drinking each other's blood. I don't even know how I would agree to that. Like, I, I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Like, Listen, we'll do something else. Let's go have nice dinner. We'll do a toast. <laughs> you know, and you want to do the blood thing? I'll prick my finger. Here you go. Maybe that's it. I barely, I don't even so, like that. So you'd be okay with her drinking your blood. You just wouldn't drink her no, blood. No, I would not make her drink my, what would not you want to drink my what if blood she asked, But if, if she, I don't know, just, it's, it's, I don't know. She just, that's, that's her thing. I thought we were an open society. Now we're accepting of all people's different quirks. Got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> Are you nuts? If my daughter, I always put it in terms of my daughter. 
She comes home. She's oh. in love. Listen, that she says, Dad, <laughs> we're going to drink each other's blood to celebrate. What? Yeah, Say that again. <laughs> First of all, what's Wait, what? wrong with you? Second, what's wrong with him? You're done. That's it. I ain't, you, yeah. ain't, you can't do this. So I always think of it in terms of that. I ain't drinking each other. Oh, yeah. Blood. No way. Not even. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not playing that game. If Madeline ever came home with that, or yeah, we't not playing that game. Oh, no. <laughs> we can't believe that. I gotta go look up this machine gun Kelly guy now. you got me all fired up. He's an interesting looking dude. He's super talented. A, Most she, of these people are. she basically kind of cheated on Brian Austin Green, but there's some question she wanted an open marriage to go be able to date machine gun Kelly. And then Brian Austin Green kind of said, all right, fine. But if you want that, let's get divorced. And so they did. And then they've got three kids oh. together. So, yeah. So the kids have to get that story. Hey, mom just got engaged. <laughs> Do you <laughs> but, take pictures of that? What are no, they? Uh, they, didn't post, like, they didn't post the pictures of it, but they, they definitely on her Instagram, she says she ends the thing by saying, and we drank each other's blood. Like after it, she showed her ring, which is a really nice ring. It's her emerald and a really cool diamond. Okay. Um. So they had, he went down on one knee and did the whole like ritual, like typical thing, except that part. <laughs> like it was all very normal until the blood part. I've been there. I mean, I've had, the women in my life have had me do things that were I would have never done. My, back in high school, when I was in love with my first girlfriend, oh, yeah. I was scared of heights. And she said, you got to ride the roller coaster with me. And I said, listen, I never rode a roller coaster before. I don't want to ride the roller coaster. She said, you got to ride the roller coaster with me. And I went and did it. I swear I almost passed out. It was so high and it was the double dip and all the stuff. And then the time she said, we got to do it. I said, I don't like going upside down on these roller coasters. I don't want to wear Geauga Lake in Ohio. Big roller coaster. Went upside down, double loop thing, came off, puked in a garbage can, looked at her and said, we're breaking up. That's it. Wow. I'm just kidding. We didn't break up then, but I knew we were done because she wouldn't listen to me. Sometimes you got to draw the line. Megan Fox. I have you beat way beat by the way for doing. Oh, I got worse. Girls. Just, we, okay, all right. Yeah. I got you. We'll save that story for a different day. But yeah. I got you way beat. I've done things way worse than that. I believe. <laughs> would you drink her blood? No, I would not. Megan Fox. Whoa, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I'd would you do it? it? I'd think about it. It would. It would cross my. It would, it would probably cross my mind to go. I let you mm, do it. I probably would end up saying no. But I probably would think about it and go, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're crazy for her, for her, may, maybe. Yeah, we, we, hey, we no we, chance. I will let you know. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, better book it here. We'll start with some hockey for you. Uh, Columbus and Carolina. You mentioned how bad Columbus is. Columbus is one of, if not the, uh, I think they're top three in first period overs. I think it's 21, 13 and one. If my off the top of my head, remember correctly, Carolina is uh, 18, 18 and one. So it's not like they're bad. It's not like they're bad at it, but because of how many goals are being scored and because Columbus gives up goals like crazy betting or booking over one and a half goals, first period Columbus and Carolina. We're betting it. It's, I'm nervous though. I'm nervous because Carolina is a pretty good hockey team. And we may have to have them get two. Yeah, right. 
which happens. Which and, oh yeah, know. no, it, it happens. And Columbus has given them up at a big clip. So I mean, and Boston it's funny because it some night. of the books are already at six over a quarter in the yeah. game for yeah. the game, and it, two of the books have made the move early to go to six and a half. You know, with some under juice. So expect goals scored. Bet it. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, number two. Buffalo and Nashville Preds got me there last time. Last game was two days ago. We got it. Buffalo is just horrible, terrible, terrible, terrible team. Nashville's been very good in this. Buffalo has been, both of these teams are over 500. They're not way over 500. I think both of them are like 2017 and one to the Ooh, over. Okay. So they're there. They're not like Columbus where they're way over, but because you got the combination of both teams, both teams have been giving up a lot of goals in the first period or scoring goals in the first period, same juice at minus 135. I know that's moved a touch at certain books. I think it's minus 145 at most books now, but getting it last night, we betting or booking Buffalo Nashville over one and a half goals. This is one of the benefits of betting this uh, overnight. You're definitely getting the best number. Um, we'll bet this one too. Just to keep riding a streak, like we said at the beginning of the show, you got to keep doing it and trying to mm-hmm. pick and choose which ones. You saw what I did yesterday. I pick and choose, you know, not betting them both and, you know, go one-on-one to it. Um, I think we'll bet it, but I'm worried about Buffalo. I mean, like the line on this thing is already 350 as a the favorite. Nashville's minus 340, 350 in places. Um, the total is six, and I see some places, you know, like circa, like you know, Westgate, where it's already under is juiced. So that tells me that maybe they're playing that game under early, or my guys putting those numbers up, maybe leaning the under early, trying to get that over money. Makes me nervous. We might not get there in this one, but I, I, I I'm betting it. Dallas was up three one after Quick. one last yeah. night, <laughs> and then it ended uh, what five two. It was 4-2 last over? time I saw it, so maybe 5-2. I think it was 5-2. I think it went over. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting a quick start for Nashville tonight. And maybe not three goals for Nashville, but I'm expecting Nashville to get at least two. So, What period do you think the most goals are scored? And I think I've asked you this before on the show when we did it. Um, second period, right? Second period it is, yeah. So yeah. for people listening to the show, when you watch a hockey game, I think I would like to do that study again now with oh, what's right. going on with like games up to this period. So like we could give J-Moss something to do uh, because I know he knows how to use those databases and all that stuff. So Cal DJ, he mm-hmm. can look at what period uh, the most goals were scored in, in the NHL up to this point. If there's a way to do that between him and Ralph Michaels, I could give Ralph that assignment too. Those guys can do it in 10 minutes. It would take me three hours, yeah. but you know, in the book, three I used days. to do stuff like that on a slow day, like today. I'd be sitting there going through the box scores, this, 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 and, and logging it. Those guys can probably scrape it and get the data quickly. But, yeah, keep an eye on that um, going forward. So, uh, Boy is asking, how did I get overnight odds on first period? Because I was looking at MGM this morning, and they didn't have anything for the first period. You must be looking at Vegas bet MGM. True. Because New Jersey and all the other 18 states absolutely has it overnight, like 100% overnight. So, in Vegas, we get trapped on certain things. I know the Westgate is quick to put up first period odds. Normally overnight, there were odds up last night at the Westgate. I know Circa also will put up first periods pretty fast as well. Uh, but if you're outside of Vegas, look at BetMGM first, 
I know WinBet's been putting things up pretty fast. We've talked about it before. There are books that are trying to put things up very, very quickly, but I know for first period, you can ladder. BetMGM's got the ladders up overnight. So you can do half a goal, one goal, one and a half goals, two goals, three goals. If you did that for the uh, for last night with Dallas, you you that had worked out okay. You had you had a run if you did it with Dallas. You you, yeah. you got all the way you got all the way over three and a half goals, which means you cashed plus five plus seven fifty. You 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 if you really think a game's going to be very high scoring and crazy, you can ladder it at BetMGM and do quite probably, well for yourself. Probably get put in a bucket for after that one. Yeah, you you ladder that and do, and, and do quite well. All right, so I I sent you these odds last night. The odds haven't moved, but I'm doing it today because okay. now I'm getting mad. Steph Curry over four and a half made threes at plus one twenty. This game's on TNT. It's against the Milwaukee Bucks. He hasn't hit this in four straight games now. He's gone under, but it's minus one sixty at oh, DraftKings. Man, plus one twenty, minus one sixty on this. Betting or booking Steph Curry hitting five threes tonight. You're going over. I'm going over. Tonight's the night. Primetime game. TNT. Bucks. So unders minus 160. Yep. We're taking a plus 120. We used to call this on, on the show and that I did the cash consideration show. We called it. Somebody dubbed it Mo, who's now a trader at WinBet, said this is a GPP. I said, what's a GPP? He said, general principle play. That's what this is. This is a I like GPP. It. We got to take the plus. I mean, we moved we're, the number. We're, we're going to use that. I like GPP. that. GPP. Yep. GPP. General principle play. Some other people have copied it and used it. That's fine. But we're oh. using it. GPP. You down with the GPP. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. We're playing it. We're betting it. Tonight's the night, Steph. Stop throwing it into the ocean. Throw it into the bucket. Let's yeah, go. Hopefully. So Cal DJ says this season, it's 61% of the goals, second period, 64% of the goals, third period. So third period goals, slight lead this season really? in the NHL. Mm-hmm. How do we According have to SoCal. Four to 61. Don't the percentage is supposed to add up to a hundred goals, hundred percent, 51, 61, 64. I don't know. He's writing that. I'm just reading what he writes. I, I can't do math on the fly. Don't ask me to do math on the fly. Don't All right. Math. Uh, Two more bets here for better yep. book it tonight. I told you yesterday I was going to ride the streak. You did. The number is coming down. I know. Memphis minus four against the Timberwolves at home. Timberwolves have been hot. One five yep. of six yep. coming in here. Yep. Memphis has won 10 in a row. Yep. Going for 11. They've covered seven in a yep. row and nine of the last 10. Yep. They've covered. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to bet the streak betting or booking Memphis minus four. I'll bet the streak with you. I don't want to, I don't want to try to get in front of this, but I know the books, um, the books are waiting for the streak to end and we get a good team in Minnesota coming in and we get, you know, two buckets. Um, so I'm sure the books are okay with this. I think you can wait. I mean, if you bet it overnight. So you got four. I it's not going to get the worst number. I mean, worst is going to be is three and a half. Um, but it might be one of those, um, the the bad guys and the rhombuses versus everybody else. It's them and the books versus everybody else. But everybody else has won with Memphis. I thought the line should be a little bit higher. I, I, I thought mm. this would be five and a half or six. Um, but Minnesota's been really good. We've got to check the injuries. I mean, I think everybody's fine for Memphis, but let's bet it. 
Yeah, as far as I could see. I mean, I, I was yeah. looking at, I was like, where, what am I? One, I thought four and a half was an odd number. Two, going down, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's going yeah. the other way. I thought for sure it would go up, just the public coming in. And maybe it will go up once the public kind of wakes up and realizes what's going on. Like, oh, Memphis is playing Minnesota at home. Yep, go ahead and bet Memphis. And the number starts to climb. But right now, I was surprised. That was, it seems like a number that should be higher than, than that, given the way Memphis is playing. And I get to bet on jaw and watch jaw at home. So that's exciting. So I'm yeah. to watch to, to watch this. All right, last play. Same game teaser. Patriots oh, plus doing a 10. football one today. I told you I was doing a football one today. I told you. All right. What do you got? Because the total is not going up. The total is just going down. This is so true. I'm not going to wait around and let it get below 50. I want this thing at 50. And I don't want the Patriots to come down. I don't want this thing below 10. I want 10 points. I want a two score game. Patriots plus 10 under 50. Betting or booking the same game teaser. And I'm supposed to book all the teasers. I did it for 20 years. Supposed to book. But isn't this tasty though? This is good. I mean, this, isn't this, this is this is this is good. This one this I had good. eyeballed this anyway, and then our mutual friend Julian Edlow over at DraftKings posted this yesterday, and that cemented it for me. He was like, "I love this." I was like, "I love that bet too." I hadn't made it. I was like, "I'm I'm doing this now." Like I was gonna wait a little bit, but he makes a great point as to why not to wait and take it now, because the the more this weather narrative gets put out, the more under money is gonna come in. These numbers are gonna come down. Patriots will be probably close at three and a half from a total. So make sure we get 10 going down there and ain't that, but money's okay. coming at the Brinks truck people, same ones you want to use the it's for right now at the boat. Why are they, why aren't they coming now then? Same reason that, you know, some of these games don't move books have taken their position. They're going to be okay. Let the people bet the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots winning will public, do them a favor for the, the public. Are, you think the Patriots are the public side? No, 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 no. They're the early side. They're the early indicator side from the from the limit players. They took all the four and a halfs. They're gone. Right. Yeah. On the Patriots. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they don't need to go back to four and a half. They know what they're playing. So okay. they leave it at four. But they know what's coming on that other side. You don't need to go to three and a half yet. Well, we're going to sit and wait and wait and wait. Now, if we get the double pop, when the limits open up, we might have to go to three and a half and get some money. But... I mean, if you ask 10 people on the street, this is 5-5. Five, five. It might be 6-4 Patriots. <laughs> it might be. Oh, you mean where the public goes? Money-wise? You ask 10 people on the street, who they take? Oh. Patriots plus the points or Buffalo minus the points. It's 5-5 five, five or 6-4 yeah, People on the street Patriots. are stupid. G- g- give me real people who know football. Real oh, people who know football are going to take the bills. You really, you, you want that to happen. I'm telling you, many they're, people they're, are taking the Patriots as are taking the bills right now. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's going to be 70-30. I, I, I think the majority you think people... think so? Yes, I think people are going to take... Bill Mac Belichick? Jones. You're going to bet against Bill Belichick? The genius? Yeah, and people rode Saban for the same reason on Monday night. And how'd that work out? You can't just do that blindly. You got to handicap it. You got to actually look at the game. <laughs> you can't say, I'm not betting against Belichick. Well, yeah, you can. I, I'm not betting against Saban. How many times did I, I told you on Monday why I was betting, why I liked my Georgia bet. I, but I kept on hearing the same damn narratives over and over again. I'm like, I'm not betting against What are we Nick hearing Saban. this week? We're doing the same thing. We're hearing actually, all, yeah, we're hearing I'm, all I'm hearing Mac Jones can't, be, can't play in the cold. No, I'm hearing Mac Jones can't play in the cold over you and over. You got to change your dial. I'm hearing all the Belichick talk. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Everybody's right. talking about you can't bet against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. 
He already played this team twice, division foe. McDermott, you said it yourself. Put him in his back pocket. <laughs> you're already doing it. Yeah. You see, you're not hearing it. Like, like hey, what? uh, so we're real fast, and and we didn't get to this today, but the boy 18 is asking. I'm saving this for tomorrow. Okay. Cater against Chicago tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow on the show. Okay. okay. I'll, I haven't bet it yet. We'll save it. It'll be part of the show. He's actually about UFC plays for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calvin Cater's a Boston dude fighting the main, main event against Giga. Why? Giga is it? I don't know yet. It's okay. a it's a weird it's a weird number. I haven't I haven't figured it out yet. It's a weird number, but Giga is is a monster. I mean, he's fighting an absolute up and coming we'll reach monster. Out we got UFC people. We'll reach oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah. So so we'll figure out where we're gonna go in that for better to book it. I'm going to meet one actually. I'm going to meet one at the South Ooh. right now. All right. We'll ask him his take on the fight tonight because it's not going to be heavily bet. It won't be a heavily bet fight. It's a fight night. It's on ESPN plus it won't, it's here at the apex. It, it, it won't be a, a heavily bet fight, but Calvin Cater needs, I don't know if we can go. It's really hard to get tickets. They only have about a hundred people in the audience. Wouldn't that be so? so? Yeah, it's super. Everyone tells me that watching the fight at the apex is unbelievable because it's so small and it's like, you never get to be like, I've sat, you know, octagon side and covered UFC fights before, yeah. but like you have the whole huge arena behind you. So you've got just like this made massive place. This is small. This is like <laughs> a fighting UFC fight in a ballroom at the red rock when it was just really starting like this. I saw it at the Pearl the theater at the Palms. Same thing. Yeah. Did you, oh, you thought in a ballroom in a ballroom. It was, it was weird. It was beyond, it was ridiculous. I mean, you could hear everything. I don't know. There was yeah. three rows deep. Yeah. But like, that's when I was like, what am I doing here? The guy wanted me to come and, you know, because they wanted to start really booking it. And he's like, look, yeah. you know, I know you work in a book. Come on, we'll take a look at this. And there was, a, I mean, too many of the fights were on the ground. It was more of a wrestling match at the time. Okay. We weren't standing up much. Right. But the sounds is what I'll never forget. The sounds. It was just. Four ounce leather gloves striking oh, human human jaws is it's it's a nasty sound. Oh, it really that is. Snap is something else. Mm. I I don't. I mean, it's it's something. I couldn't do it. Like I just I couldn't. Uh, it's hard enough getting punched in the face with. I I don't love getting punched in the face with sixteen ounce gloves. Four <laughs> ounce gloves. Oh, goodness gracious. That's no. And at some point, I, I just everyone don't freak out. If I come in sometimes with cuts, we're going to start sparring pretty aggressively here. Oh, so, yeah. I'm yeah gonna, can so. I come watch? Yeah. If you want to. Sure. My father-in-law is going to come watch sometimes. So. Oh, I'll yeah. stay with him. We'll you should, you, you, you should see the entourages. You get punched. Yes. Some of these dudes who come in who spar bring entourages. It's wild. It's like okay, it's like full on, like you know, ten people come in to watch the, to watch it. But oh, we could do that. No, my, my gym. Oh no, would, we'll bring him in. My gym would not appreciate forty-four year old me. Big baby can do that. When big baby goes in there and spars, okay, he can walk in with the cane and the hat and the in the hole of the walk. And he don't walk like, in like that into the sparring session. He saved that for that fight. Oh yeah, but he still walks in with like ten people though. <laughs> he has an you guys walk garage. around every day with ten people. He's an on that is an entourage. Floyd never went anywhere by himself. Very rarely. He always had people around him. Those guys walk everywhere with people around them. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh man. Um, so it's Thursday. Tournament, right? Tournament yeah, tomorrow. Got, yeah. So last night I was at the cages. You were texting me, so we're doing some indoor work. Tonight we got practice. 
I got to get loose again, but I think we're going to try to keep it light. Big weekend tournament here in town. Got a friend coming in from New Jersey, uh, a fellow softball coach. I call him Meadowlands Rob because um, he likes to hang out at the sports book. When New Jersey got sports betting, he kept like telling me, listen, I'm going to send you plays. He sent me a play yesterday, and I was supposed to read it on the show and tell you if you – and I was going to do better to book it reverse for Meadowlands Rob. Of course it won. So now he thinks he knows something. And you know what I say all the time about nobody knowing nothing. So now I got Meadowlands Rob. I'm going to go meet him either tonight or tomorrow. He's going to start giving me these college basketball plays. The guy's really good with the college basketball. So just meeting people today that are in from out of town. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm going to go do that today. Very cool. We're getting a question from somebody that would you bet the bills to win the Super Bowl? Nope. Now we're getting trail. Now I'm just getting trolled. <laughs> that's a, but ain't like you don't bring it on. I mean, that's a troll. That's a that that's a troll question asking you today. Week, that's a clown question, bro. I mean, come on. No, that's really that's not a bad question though. Like seriously, because would you bet them? I mean, their odds are not high enough to bet them. Like, twelve to one. They're what? Twelve to one, aren't they? No, they're lower than that. They're oh. not double digits. Where are they now? Um, let me see. Where are the where are the rule? They are to win the Super Bowl. Where are the, why is drafting so difficult to navigate? Super Bowl. There we go. Uh, like eight to one. To, to, to give me the eight team exact results. Eight to one. Bet MGM eight to one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. No, not for me. I think you got to get more. That's all. Not that I don't think they can win. I don't think they can win. They got to win. You know, they got to go to Tennessee and win. Then they're going to have to go to Kansas City and win, of which they can do. Then they got to beat the 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 Packers or, or Buccaneers. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think they can. I'm not sold on Josh Allen, but I ain't going to bury Buffalo. I like Buffalo Wings. I, I went to the games <laughs> at the odd. It ain't that bad. I mean, it's a tough winner. Those people are tough. They're tough in Buffalo. Yeah. But um. We got a big game this weekend, man. I can't wait. You're gonna, they're gonna be coming at us on Sunday after you doing all this. But that's okay. It's all right. It's fine. It's right. it's. it's I, I can I can take it if they lose. I I'm betting them to lose. Essentially, I, I think they're gonna lose. So, uh, I'll bet the the, I'll, I'll bet the teaser. By the way, I forget if I even oh, said it or not. You did not. But yesterday, no. you called the show a different name of the show when you started. <laughs> I went back and watched. That was pretty funny. Actually, that crazy. I rewound it twice because I thought I'm I driving. heard. It the first time. I, I'm I'm driving, listening to the show because I always listen to it, and I go, "What the hell did I just say?" It's like, oh my gosh. I was like, how did Dave just like gloss over and like not like go like, what show are you hosting? I, I said the Daily Juice. I was like, welcome to the Daily Juice. And you just like kept going with it. So like I, you didn't, I, was, I don't know. This, like, sometimes I've learned, I just lean back and let you talk. Like let you go. Smart to. It's gold sometimes. I just let it go. And I'm like, he gold don't even too. know he said it. I think I heard it, but I don't want to interrupt him. Go. And then I forgot like, to circle wait, back. Show? What show are yeah. we doing? Like, what I are you forgot, talking about? Yeah, yeah. I forgot the circle back. So, yes. Too many things, too many shows. Let's I'm in this it. room doing too many different things. That, uh, you know, it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, downstairs. That's good. Yes, that's true. Uh, my thing for the greatest thing about today for me is I, I love that the Ram fans are having to petition, or sorry, Rams players and Matthew Stafford's wife have to petition Rams fans to buy tickets to a playoff game. They are really nervous. That it's going to be San Francisco part two. I told you 
Cardinal fans are more interested in going to this game and they can drive over and they are nervous. So they're having players and players wives implore the Rams fans. Don't let the Cardinals take over Cardinal fans take over SoFi stadium. That is insane to me. They better worry about playing defense. That too. Don't worry about who's in the stance. That's a, that's a rookie move. No, I don't even want to bet the Rams. I thought I like the Rams. Now I'm hearing this and get the wives involved. You know, the owner's telling them, hey, tell your wives to buy the tickets, please. I don't want to be embarrassed when these games on Monday night and there's more Arizona fans and it's louder when they make a play than when we make a play. Come on, Stafford. Listen, I'll give you something. Else. You tell your wife, seriously, tell her, you know, Donald, Coop, Cup, let's go, please. T- buy the tickets. Come on. It's terrible. It is terrible, but it's happening. So just FYI, <laughs> guys, uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's really cool. Every day we're getting more and more people subscribe and do it. So, you know, when we go live, it's very, very cool. And then go rate, review and subscribe on Apple for the Bostonian versus the book. So you get it. The podcast always comes out about 30 minutes after the show is over. You missed any part of it. You missed got to go back and forbid it or book it. Or if you want to cut clips, if you're a Buffalo fan and you want to have something to go ahead and, you know, obsess over for four or five days, go right ahead. You can find the show on Apple and Spotify. He's Dave Sherapin. I'm Matt Peralta. We're back tomorrow for a big Fridays edition of the Bostonian versus the book.